It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Monday, Jay Foreman, Austin Orman. We are live at 1040 O Street. We are old school. Brought to you by the Mercato, certified Piedmontese special ingredients and butcher shop. Two Lincoln locations, 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill. Um, glad to be back. Beautiful day here in Lincoln, 52 degrees, no breeze. And so, you, I mean, that's that's crazy. Well, that was a little rhyme there, Austin. I'm already on point on a Monday. Spitting. Look yeah. at Jay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, it was. Uh, I'm glad to be back. It was a good trip. It was, you know, a lot of work and a lot of fun. Um, you know, got to see a lot of old colleagues and make new 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 friends and stuff like that. Um and so it was a good time, good good time to, you know, broaden the horizons of the ticket and then also uh see what other people are doing to be successful as well in this sports media thing. So it was it was a good week. It was a long week though. Um and I got to see my mom a couple of times, so that's probably, you know, obviously just as important, you know, um uh so that that made it that made the trip even um you know even better. So uh, with that being said, man, um you know, it was a good, it started out for here, around here, you know, with 15,000 people at Pinnacle Bank uh, to watch the women's uh, basketball team uh, put in work, which, they, you know, they kind of been inching towards this the last couple of years. And it was when, you know, Jazz Shelley and all those all those uh, young ladies first burst on the scene, you know, a couple of years ago. And then they had some, you know, close losses to Indiana or Ohio State or something like that in, in the year that they, they should have made the tournament but didn't. Uh, last year obviously was good enough and the one thing I remember talking to you about this when they went up to Iowa and I felt like Iowa disrespected them a little bit and you know I mean kind of you know extracurricular stuff and and those are the type of type of things that you just never forget and and Iowa put it on them pretty good mm-hmm. and so it takes a lot of courage uh, from a coaching staff to be able to motivate and get them to see you know past the last game in the scoreboard uh, just coming off a uh, not so good look against Rutgers, mm-hmm. and then you got Caitlin Clark coming coming in here has been pretty much unstoppable since the day she's been on the well since she picked up basketball, you know, quite frankly. Uh, but then she's uh, thirty nine points away from a, a, a record, so you you know you got to focus on obviously you don't want you want to win the game, mm-hmm. let alone you don't, you know if you happen to lose the game you don't want her to break the record against you. Then you're playing against Iowa, who brought down a lot of people to the game, um, a lot of fan, fan, rightfully so. And they're one of the top teams in the nation. It's not just Caitlin Clark alone, because if Caitlin Clark was just a uh, volume shooter, volume scorer, well, she leads the nation in scoring and assists. And then also mm-hmm. they got pretty good inside presence as well. So they got – I was a great program. Mm-hmm. 
And so for for them to be down by, I think, 12 points with like eight, eight minutes or so ago, maybe even a little bit more than that. 14 with eight and a half. 14 with eight and a half. It looked bleak. Um, but the one thing that was encouraging, and I, and I saw this in the first half, it was that you had various players, in particular Jazz Jelly, in the first two and a half quarters answer Caitlin Clark mm. play for play. Even a couple times they were good shots or good good plays, good good takes to the rack, but they might not have scored. What that let, you, let me know is I'm looking at it from a competitive standpoint. They weren't backing down. Mm-hmm. And then once they saw some some chink in the armor, per se, in the fourth quarter, that was their chance. And it was a really good game plan. We're going to compete. We're going we're gonna to wear them down. Um, Caitlin Clark got interviewed at halftime, said that they needed to increase their energy. Well, you just energied yourself out of the game. Because the, the way that Iowa was doing it, they were periodically, and I call it systematically, getting into fast breaks. Mm-hmm. And then Caitlin Clark was running, you know, two on one, three on two fast breaks to perfection, right? Um, because you always got, late, you, first of all, you want to guard the ball. Second of all, she passes it. The, the, you know, actually, Iowa as a passing team is very, very efficient and very strong patch, passers. I always say it's got to be, you know, on, on time and on target. And they do that very well. That's why they're such a really good offensive team. But then they essentially overspent their energy and allowed Nebraska. Um, who's had some good minutes from some young players, really battle back and then and then and, and then obviously increase the lead and win. To your point on how the first half went, I think it went pretty well, all things considered for Nebraska, because Iowa started out pretty hot. I think it was twelve to four Hawkeyes at one point, but you cut it to sixteen thirteen after one quarter. That's way less than I was used to scoring. You didn't let them sprint yeah. out on you. You kept it within striking distance. You playing within a point in, in more of an Iowa style of quarter, twenty three to twenty two, but you're down. You know, technically one possession at four points, but realistically two possessions at home. Yeah. Right, Caitlin Clark. It played pretty well, but hadn't gone off yet. Which is where weathering that third quarter storm was huge. You give up thirty points in a quarter, you're not going to win many games. Yeah, but you score twenty yourself. So it, you. We've seen much right. worse quarters before, but then you respond by only allowing 10 points. Right. Clark doesn't make a field goal in the fourth quarter. Right. And Jay, that's where I think Nebraska did a pretty good job of setting the tone, right? Clark sat for less than a minute the entire game. And I see her looking at the box score. She right. drew 10 fouls. Right. Even if some of them were, you know, the superstar calls kind of soft, there were plenty of legit body to body, arm to arm, you're going to feel me in the morning, yeah. foul calls from Nebraska. Yeah. Not cheap shots by any means, but with that pressure on her of, oh crap, this lead is slipping away. Oh crap, I might not break the record tonight. My coach isn't loving it. And we're melting down against a team I haven't lost to yet. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pressure and explains the 0 for 6 in the fourth quarter. And it's because of the work I think Nebraska did earlier in the yeah, first they, half. They, they had some body blows earlier. And then there was a couple of calls that there was one, I think, <laughs> on uh, Markowski. I was like, it, you know, that, that was a love tap at, at, at best. Mm-hmm. You know, I, against Caitlin Clark, I'm like, let's, let, let's leave no foul unturned. Right. Like, you got to feel me. The biggest thing right here is second chance points. Mm-hmm. Even though they, you know, second chance points and, and bench points. That's how they won the game. And also the biggest thing here is where you look at Austin. Where, listen, in the third quarter, Iowa shot 75%. Okay. You should blow somebody out. Mm-hmm. Right? Have to. Right? But they only outscored Nebraska by 10 points. That's where the game was won. Mm-hmm. And it, it's hard to say that, right? Because Nebraska in the third quarter, Shot 
So you shot twice as good and only had, you know, a minimal lead. Well, then guess what? Nebraska, just in the fourth quarter, cranks it up to about 54%, and then you ran out of gas at 24%. And so you see when Iowa you, start settling. Right. Four of 17, two of 11 from right. three in the fourth quarter. So when you start, but that what that is, that's one is playing overconfident, not respecting your opponent, and number two, not taking a good self-awareness check of where you are physically and mentally. So it came back to bite them. You know, mm-hmm. I was a good program, but sometimes they could be borderline disrespectful in some of the things they do. Right now they've become entitled and think they need some calls and stuff. They think you're beneath them. But when you have a team that's competitive and you gave them your, your blitzkrieg coming out of halftime, because that's exactly what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. So exactly what Caitlin Clark said at halftime, they did. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't work to the point that you didn't put them to bed. And mm-hmm. that's the point. That's that. It's kind of like when uh, Nebraska, I think, came back against Wisconsin. Remember I told you it was just that point to where they always kept it within 16. Nebraska, I think, was down 14. Well, that's not enough. You got to bury people. We've seen it in, last night in the Super Bowl. You got to bury them. And so when you have that chance and then you get overconfident, right, then you start jacking up shots, you're actually clock watching when you're winning the game. You should just be executing. You should play the same way up 11 as you are down 11. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't just play only one way and think that you're just going to, you know, coast your way into beating a team that's playing at home and already has shown you in the first half that they can play neck and neck with you. Mm-hmm. So you came out, attention to detail, great job, mm-hmm. and that was it. And you only had a 10-point lead because Nebraska, even though they didn't shoot well, was able to manufacture... T- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 20 points in a, in a quarter. Mm-hmm. I mean, a 10-point lead is, is, is a lot. But when you have a team that's shooting 75% from the field, right, and 66% essentially – the one three they had was just a jack-up. Mm-hmm. So essentially 80% from three, yeah, right? And that would pretty much 80% from the field. And you and they were at the free throw line 12 times and made eight free – the game should be over. You should be clearing out the bench, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. It still was a competitive game. Mm-hmm. And then Iowa lost that the, the first, like, what, four minutes of that of that fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Then Nebraska started getting into it, and then they just were able to uh, finish them off because Iowa, Iowa, I wouldn't say they panicked. They just hadn't been in that. They, they hadn't been in that type of competitive deep water in quite some time. And they did not, They did whether they want to say it or not, they didn't respect Nebraska enough. Oh, no. I mean, they Nebraska hadn't beat Iowa in Caitlin Clark's time. Right. right. That hadn't happened yet. So, no, they didn't respect Nebraska the way that they didn't prepare for a box and one, like you heard their coach say after the game. What did you think was going to happen? You've seen it before. How are you not prepared for a box and one? But ultimately, 
they weren't prepared for the desperation, right? Nebraska got down 14, and it didn't have another choice but to fight, right? Yeah, this mean, was their last chance to beat Caitlin Clark, barring <laughs> a matchup in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, They had to bring it, and credit to the upperclassmen and Shelly and Markowski, yeah. but the underclassmen as well, and Nisley and Potts that stepped up in the fourth quarter as well. They all did. It, it couldn't have been one player king that comeback for Nebraska. It took all five players on the floor making plays when their number is called. Obviously, the offense stands out when you score 27 points in a quarter, but to only allow 10 and to hold Clark scoreless, that's not individual defense. That's team defense, being on the same page for a game plan, and yeah. it was incredible to see. Yeah, they pounded. They they out-rebounded out Iowa as well, um, so that was good. I just felt like you know Nebraska you know decided early in this game, and it was probably before they stepped on the floor, obviously led by uh, you know Coach Amy Williams, that they were gonna they were gonna compete. It was a conscious effort that they weren't gonna front run, and the front running is is this is like here's a here's an example. Everybody's hype and excited when when the you know the ball's going through the hoop or you know you're playing well. Well, if you're a true competitor, you're gonna compete all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. You're there to you're you're there to prove a point. And I think Nebraska, even though they got blown out up there in Iowa City, you heard them talking about they, they 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 for whatever reason they felt like they were closer than than farther. The score and and that can and you know that can happen in basketball. Mm-hmm. So they came out and competed. They made they, it was a mindset. Mm-hmm. And that mindset they were willing to go. They said, you know, no matter what when we come in this locker room, we're going to know that we laid it all on the floor. Okay, if everybody 1 through 12 or however mm-hmm. many, you know, young ladies played, if that's the if that's the if that's a a pack that you made, right? And you were challenged. I'm sure Amy Williams challenged them, right? Because mm-hmm. look, Amy. I mean, you know, you see Amy Williams, and she got technical. I, I was laughing too. <laughs> you know, I said, "Go ahead, Amy. Go ahead, and get you." She's a about t- that. Yeah, get you. Go ahead, get you a technical. That's what. Because you know what happens as a coach. Now, granted, I'm just a AAU coach or whatever club coach. You know, you're coaching on. Once you get mm-hmm. to the point that you're ready to make a point, then you got to go with it. Flip that switch yeah. and go. Yeah, don't, don't get a cheap. Yeah, point. don't earn fake it. it. No, if I I want to earn it. But I think they let. I think they saw their coach all in. So you talk about it all week. They go and do it. My coach is there, um, and it was great. It's a signature win. I mean, she's had a lot of big wins, right? Um, and um, but this is obviously a signature win, you know, for mm-hmm. multitude of reasons, and deservedly so. I mean, you know, what people I think sometimes can come in and minimize, you know, the, the great strides that she's, you know, made in the, in the program. Um, obviously, you know, provided, you know, instant, you know, energy and stability and a standard, you know, when she came in, uh, goes without saying dealing with, you know, had to, you know, had to deal with some off the court issues that it had nothing to do with her, handled those like a champion, you know, mm-hmm. recovered from it, which I think that punched a hole in that team for a while and punched, probably punched a hole in her for a while. And that's, you know, look, things happen. I mean, there's, it happens at every at every sport and every it does. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like you know. So it happens everywhere, right? I mean, heck, we talked about uh, when I like when we were on happy hour about the Alabama coach <laughs> betting on a game. You know, <laughs> right. here you are. This dude recruited me, and now he's, he can never coach again. Yeah. Um. So things happen, you know, and that's just. But the the leadership that she's provided has been great. And then you know when you really want something, and everybody does the work that they need to do to get it. Um, you get the payoff, but it was not luck. It was just that one team competed longer and harder and, uh, you know, they had some shots fall. And so, you know, look, they pounded the board. So that's the body blows mm-hmm. and that, that punches, you know, 
and they were able to get back. You know, they, the thing is, they went periods where they didn't get back, I think, effectively enough on defense, which mm-hmm. led to easy points. But then they always adjusted. Then they all, you know, they always kind of were able to reset. Sent one last player. Right. Sent the opposite player. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So just, and it might have been, oh, one, you know, you kind of get out, caught out of position. Oh, I'm supposed to be back two points. Okay. Happens again. Then I think I remember one time uh, Coach Williams called a timeout, got after him a little bit. And, you know, it, it was a great victory. It's great for, the, you know, look, a lot of people there. The women's team always has a lot of support, um, and, and rightfully so, and they deserve to have their day. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's really good. The men's, the men's team has is, is played really well, you know, at home. So is the women. And it's, it takes it, kind of like the men uh, coming back after, you know, they lost the Rutgers to, you know, face a, you know, a big challenge. And mm-hmm. both, both of the men's and women's team have done so. But, you know, um, the women's team yesterday – uh, should probably make you know everybody that has ever you know been a part of Nebraska you know pretty proud. Absolutely, and Patrick on the YouTube stream says looked uh, like also no fouls or one foul by Nebraska in the fourth quarter. I don't know. I haven't heard many Iowa fans complaining about that. I don't know. Don't know what you are, Patrick. But I think that goes back to what we're talking about with the mindset. Iowa settled. Yeah, they took early yeah. jump shots. They took eleven threes. Heck, even like. Clark, that one she shot from twenty eight feet away in the first half. They, they even said uh, when, 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 yeah. when she when when uh, it was in the first half, and they even said, "All right, that was too too much." That, for, but that's the disrespect, though. Mm-hmm. You're playing around um, now. None of these young ladies have the mindset that when we play, you do that some stuff, man. You might not finish the game. <laughs> I mean, that's just the oh, way you it finish is. the games. You're not getting back. You're, in. you're not getting back in it, and then. Um, and you know, look, people up here always got an excuse. You just lost, right? I mean, reality was Nebraska beat you. They found a way to beat you. Now, Iowa over the majority of the season, obviously up until now, has been the better team. They're you know obviously top ten team, but Nebraska was better than you yesterday. Now mm-hmm. it, it's just now when you leave the stadium, which they did yesterday, Iowa has to go back and figure out how they lost that game, make adjustments, and continue forward in their season. Nebraska's got to look at how they won and maybe things they didn't do well. And then what I call double down on that effort, intensity, and more importantly, the intention of every day that you came to practice. Don't just be a you know one-stop shop, right? Don't just be a front runner that you only play good once and then next thing you know, the, the, when we turn on the TV, it looks like a totally different team. Mm-hmm. Now you have a standard. Now you know you can do it. You believed it. Go out there and uh, prove yourself right versus proving the doubt is wrong. So, anyways, good first segment. Then uh, we're going to take a break, come back, and it's going to be Super Bowl. We're going to talk about uh, what, how Kansas City won, what's next for both organizations, and should the NFL be on red alert of what's coming down there from um, the Mohawk maniac and, and Pat, Mohawk Mahomes because they are in trouble. There is not anybody in the league that can compare no matter what they tell you no matter what they talk about on draft you are in trouble the only guy that can save you is josh allen and he don't have enough help so anyways if i was an nfl fan base just get ready appreciate it or not these dang chiefs the chiefs fans multiply multiply like cockroaches I've never seen so many people talk about they've been Chiefs fan. No, you ain't. Because I asked the dude down in Vegas. He said he's a lifelong Chiefs fan. I said, do you remember Steve DeBerg? He said, no. Then you're not a Chiefs fan. Anyways, Jay Foreman, Austin Orbit. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. 
Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.